So here we are. Here the fuck we are. Finding out what everybody's bullshit is. The bullshit that they have pulled for them, overcome, and now are on top of the world. Even bad bitches have bad days, though. So who else better than to start with myself? My own personal story. How did Michelle Boss get to where she's at now? Tony, you want to come over and say hi? No, I was seeing what phone you had. The third one. I was thinking about texting Brittany to see if we can get her levels back up for this and stuff. You can text her. But, um, I think she would be a good one. I think she just needs confidence from... Maybe I need to be more involved with her a little bit. Yeah, and I thought about teasing a little bit. Be like, hey, I heard old hot wife needs some love. Or something. I don't know. Cause just because I felt like she got pumped from that. Like from other guys. Yeah. And then you building her too. I don't know, because I want you to have somebody to do this with. I think she would be a good one. Just because of her story she told. Well, you're welcome to take both those phones if you want. So you're recording on that? How's it working? Well, this My name is Tony, and I'm coming to you live right now. I've got Michelle Boss. She just got fucked by 15 guys in the ass. And she fucking loved it. You should have seen the fucking Tysoom or tsunami she fucking made. <laughs> hey, babe, before you go, will you hand me my water? Well, I look like a fucking slave. Well, somebody's got to keep the mic. I can just use my phone. I don't have to use those ones. I just want to get you. Probably should put that down and out of the picture. Okay, let's, uh, let's keep going. Here. All right, let's keep going here. So, how did I get to where I'm at right now? Is the craziest story that I could ever dream or think that would ever happen. So let's start with being on top, right? No, definitely not on top. Definitely still have my dark days. Definitely still have those trauma experiences from the past 30-something years of my life still creep up and get me. So I'm healing, not healed. I heard that from Bunny. Anyways, um, you know, Tony and I work from home. We bust our asses every single day to make sure that that bread's coming in. Every day it's him helping me pursue my dreams. And here I am, finally, pursuing my dreams. My goal with this new platform is to help women and maybe some men and couples overcome the stupid fucking stigmas the society puts on us thinking, and mainly women, that we have to sit down, shut up, we can't be sluts, we can't like sex, we can't self-pleasure ourselves, all these things. I'm going to work on putting a stop to that. There's plenty of other phenomenal people out here, too, doing the same fucking thing, and I plan on having them on the podcast as well. We're going to talk about how those people started, where they're at, how they overcame their own traumas. So. Let me, let me, let me continue here. Um, we work from home, right? 
Um, we bust our ass. We are parents. We have four boys and they are all in sports. They're all very active. So there's times that we have to shut this off, but then there's times where we have to sit in bed at night and turn it back on. I mean, it's just, it, I joke around saying that I turned my 24 seven in for a nine to five because that's what this is. That's what this life is. That's the way the world is right now, because we have such amazing content at our fingertips, right? So this is where we are now, but where was I? Where was I? Let's, let's take it back for a moment. Before I met my ex-husband, I was a slut. I loved fucking. I had more sexual partners than most of my friends. And hardly any of them were actually fucking relationships. And there was a couple times I actually recorded it with a nice camcorder. Um, but I liked it then, but I was fucking shamed for it. Not by my friends, but by the people that would talk behind our backs, especially where I went to school. I did not give a fuck. I did not give a fuck. But the one thing that wasn't there was love. So. 20 years old, I met my ex-husband. He was the first person to give me male attention. And I held on to that. I held on to that. I held on to the fact that he needed guidance and nurturing and all the things that I could do very fucking well. And even after some serious trauma happened with us, that's a whole nother podcast. Remind me to bring up the trauma about being arrested. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put the pressure on him to get married. And so awkwardly, one day he proposed to me. Next thing I know, we are getting married, moving to Fort Wayne, having a baby, and fighting. Fighting all the time. Sex wasn't fun anymore. As it happens, it was so many women. You get married, you have kids. Sex isn't fun anymore. You don't explore your sexual side anymore because you barely have enough fucking time for yourself as it is, let alone exploring your own sexual pleasures and desires. And then you also have a third child to take care of by this time after having a second one and moving back down here, thinking that that would solve all the problems. So 17 years later, I grew balls to finally say, fuck it. I'm done. I can't do this anymore with his narcissistic fucking tendencies that he's now spilling over to my children. 17 years. 12 years married, two children later, but finally I fucking did it. Fast forward a little bit after all that, TikTok was on the craze. It was on the rise, right? Um, and you could see the smile come up on my face because that's how Tony and I met. Um, this was after we had shut down for COVID. Um, all you had was TikTok, right? It, it was growing and, and Tony slid in my DMs. Um, the algorithms were great because they put two Indiana people together that both had kids in sports. Um, you know, 
our first date was amazing. And of course, this is a great story that he loves to tell. And I can't wait. We'll, we'll have him on the show. So remember that one too for Michelle and Tony's first date from Tony's perspective. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to have sex with him. I told myself, girls aren't supposed to fuck on the first date. Blah, blah, blah. What did I find myself doing? <laughs> because he was fucking amazing. He'd listened to me. He was so in tune, so into my eye connection after all the other flops that I had dated before that. In that only really like six months period, because for the first six months after I left my, my ex, I'd never, I never dated anyone. And yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. So we, we didn't finish, but so that was in, we met in the end of June. By August, we were living together. By October, he didn't like my minivan, so we were in a new new vehicle, Suburban. Not brand new, but then by February, we were in our first house together as a family. Then, oh shit, <laughs> skipped over the best part. Is it December that he proposed? Shit. I'm going to have to go back a little ways. So, yes, because it was when we were in Florida, he proposed on the beach. Moved in together in February. Then we were married by October. And all in the midst of that, that's when we had started our pages. And actually, we started off camping. And one of those camping sites happened to leak some stuff. Um, my ex found some stuff, got the whole slate, slut shaming stuff happen again. Screenshots of my content sent to my dad and my bonus mom. Not my mom because she's deceased, but, you know, trying to wreck my life. So we shut it all down. I was ashamed. I went I was like, oh my God, how could I do this? Blah, 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 blah. But then I was like, really? Why do I give a fuck what other people's opinions of me are? Oh, you gotta have this. You gotta, you know, society thinks that women have to present themselves in a special way. Like, keep it classy, right? Like, what the fuck even is that anymore? (laughs) I mean, there are so many women doing this on OnlyFans and all the other platforms, right? To each their own. What 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 does it bother you so much that I'm doing me and I'm happy doing me? So through this whole process, we got we got back on OnlyFans. Um, we started making more and more content, and then we started exploring the the ethical non-monogamy side of things. Um, First, always role-playing in the bedroom. And then afterwards, explaining to one another how this or that would not work, right? Um, Certain things would work, wouldn't work. Let's, Let's just hold on this. All because of my same traumas from when I was a child. I had a father that was very, very unfaithful to my mother, actually had a child by another woman that he doesn't even know. She doesn't even know she, you know, and that then 
trickled to my mom becoming an alcoholic, thus dying not, not too long ago, but watching the years and years of her take away her pain with alcohol, watch her slowly deteriorate, let her pain suck the life out of her. I vowed to never be that person. I was never going to let someone else cause so much pain on me. And that's scary. That's scary going into a relationship so new and trusting that person so much after seeing so much distrust. And physical abuse, I didn't, I didn't even mention that. There was a lot of physical abuse too. To my mom, not to me. But the man that Tony is reassured me that if anything was ever to change, because things always change, things always evolve, he would let me know. So this is not a, when you're, when you're in this type of world, that's for another episode too, you realize that your truth is always evolving. It's always changing your limits and your boundaries and the things that turn you on and turn you off are always changing. So it's, it's, this is where we are right now type thing. So that's why you have to keep coming back to these conversations. Keep communicating with your partner, like over communicate, over communicate. And so we started off making content. We had only really played soft played. You don't know that term. Look it up. I might as well just go ahead and tell you, but it's where um, there's no intercourse, no penile entering anything there. So we started there and we'd only played outside of making content a few times. And then we started with content primarily being the only time that we played because it pretty much took over our entire lives. So when you're playing for content, it's completely different than playing for actual lifestyle purposes. Um, but within that, the whole time I was a full swap kind of more on the hot wife vixen type end of things. And he was soft swap until we met one particular couple. Fast forward, because that's for another episode too. Um, depending on the person, we both will full swap. Um, but really, our kinks have changed and they're a little bit different even since then. So you've learned a lot about yourself. Learn so much about yourself, so much about your partner. There was even another thing that happened with actual or technical first swap that the next day I was a complete fucking shit show because it didn't work out. But Tony reassured me about everything, letting me know that it was, everything was fine and good and solid, right? So we came from super, super dark into the light. And that's one of the best things that I like to talk about. We're into the light now. We're not in that dark anymore. We're, we're reprogramming ourselves, our subconscious beliefs. So I reprogrammed my self-conscious beliefs without even knowing that I was doing it. I've been studying behind the scenes, all these women that do special trauma work and trying to figure out how they do it all the while. I actually fucking did it myself. And 
that's something else I want to be here and help others understand is you can also reprogram your self-conscious beliefs very easily. I mean, we'll, we'll do some practices together where hopefully I can guide you towards that a little bit more. Hopefully I can keep bringing up content where I can keep doing that for you. So now here we are in a new house, me on a podcast, reaching out, hopefully helping others get free from that shame and that blame and busting that bullshit (laughs) because it is so, so much bullshit. The patriarchy has put such a standard on us that is irrelevant now. There is no reason that we have to abide by that. The best way to live your life is to live it. How many of us are people pleasers? How many of us? I still, I still go back to that trauma. That's hopefully we'll have somebody on here in the future that talks about the five ways that we fight, flight, and freeze. There's two more F's. Um, and that's one of those things that's where people pleasing comes into play is we're afraid. So we, we change ourselves, we mold ourselves into this, whatever our loved ones want us to be. And that's how we lose ourselves. That's how our souls get sucked out of our bodies. When we're supposed to be present to them, when we're supposed to feel them, we get so headsy with the ego that it, it, blocks us. It like puts blurred vision over what our true self is. And so that's what we're here to do now. I'm here to help you get so in tuned with your own body that you start to feel free. You start to feel a weight off your shoulder. You start to feel lifted. You start to feel <sighs> just being in the moment, being present. And I, I know this is woo-woo-y shit that you hear all the time, but hopefully I'm going to put my own spin on it to where it can relate with more people more often. You know, I, I love yoga. I love being woo-woo-y. I love being grounded with the earth. But that's not going to happen every single time, right? But we are going to start living for ourselves, living for our own being, living for our own pleasure. And then when you start doing that, It's like a ripple. When a little pebble hits the water, it's like a ripple effect. It just keeps spreading and spreading. And I I didn't know that that could happen until I've had women reach out to me and tell me how much I've helped them. And that's what I want to keep doing. I want to keep helping women. It's, and that's where you can get your people pleasing from, right? That's where you can now be at one with yourself. But along with this, I'm also going to lead you along some pleasure practices, practices where hmm, we love our body, right? <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if you could see this, it's like literally making my nipples hard right now thinking about it. Where we caress our bodies, where we make, we talk to our pussies, we tell our pussies how fucking beautiful she is. Not because she doesn't look like the next mainstream porn star whose pussy should probably have had surgery. You know, there's, you can pay like 10, 12,000 
$15,000 to get your pussy to look like a little fucking perfect Barbie. But that's not real. I mean, if you do it, that's fine. I was considering doing it. That's a whole nother episode too. Getting your pussy all cut up to make it look perfect. But being in this industry, you see so many gorgeous pussies. So many little extra flaps. So many different colors. So many different, like, you think the thing, different episode. Let me stay on track here. (laughs) But we're going to work through that all together. We're going to work through pleasuring ourselves first. Because then when you learn to pleasure yourself, you also learn to pleasure your partner. When you learn to pleasure yourself and you know what can make you come, I can literally have an orgasm with my husband in a couple minutes, maybe even less, just depending on the mood. (laughs) I never thought that that was ever fucking possible. I never thought that I could get out of my head so much to enjoy fucking like that. Once you let go and you really feel it, embrace it, and you know when to clinch and move and what to do, it's powerful. We're even going to have pussy power talks. Like your pussy is fucking powerful. Look at what it can do to men. To bring life into this earth. It's a portal. To your inner womb. That connects your soul. And your heart. And your mind. And all the things that make so much magic. So. We are. I'm going to leave you. With one term. Two words. That I'm learning about. They come from Greek. And it's anthropos which is a Greek word of talking about being fully human, fully divine, 100% of both at the same time. That's going to be our goal where we are fully anthropos. And then we're going to use, I think it's fros, F-R-O, fire, light. We're going to be holders of that light. We're going to carry it. For ourselves, we're going to carry it and spread it to others. Can't wait. Can not wait. And I hope you guys enjoy it, the journey with me. Now, remember, always, always get light in this world of darkness. Because light spreads. <laughs>